0: Much of the data on patients with COVID-19 is coming from hospitals where patients are severely ill. But to really understand the virus, scientists say we also need to understand the less severe cases. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we talk to one researcher who's gathering that data. It's Wednesday, April 1st, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Dr. Jeff Olgan is the chief of cardiology at the University of California, San Francisco, and my uncle. Last week, he and a team of researchers stood up a study to track early symptoms, risk factors, and community transmission of COVID-19. Jeff is using a digital platform called Eureka that UCSF built years ago with NIH funding that allows for rapid mobile research studies. This study is called the COVID-19 Citizen Science Research Project and so far has more than 7,400 participants. The team is hoping to get more than 1 million across the globe. Here's some of our conversation. Why is it so important to do this study right now?
1: The big problem is that we have no idea what mild disease looks like, and no idea what community spread and habits that contribute to spread really truly look like. All of our data that we have from health departments are hospitalized patients' deaths, and then uh, just people who are tested for whatever reason that they're tested.
0: Are there any other studies out there like this that are looking at people over a longer period of time?
1: There's been very few, other than some of the reports from China, there's been very few sort of longitudinal cohorts of people that are caught either before they're infected or early on when they're infected to sort of know what the course typically looks like. There's a lot of extrapolation to other coronaviruses that cause the common cold, but I don't think we really have a good handle on what a non-hospitalized course looks like.
0: I signed up for the study and downloaded the Eureka app and answered a few questions about possible symptoms, medications, and my lifestyle. Are there any challenges with relying on self-reporting?
1: Well, We're trying to track symptoms daily. Well, you can't really get that from a medical record anyway. You need to have somebody tell you I have a, a runny nose or I'm having a fever, etc. So that should be pretty reliable uh, as self-report. And then, of course, self-report around whether somebody has been tested and whether they're positive or negative. This is a one test where I have firm belief that the accuracy of self-report is pretty good.
0: You use this application for the Healthy Heart Study about heart disease, which included hundreds of thousands of participants. How are you leveraging that patient population for this COVID study?
1: So there's pre-existing data collection that's happening that we're able to leverage. But we've also been able to leverage this population that are already participants on the platform to join other studies. We've done that in a bunch of other studies, but we're reaching out to those people now to get them to join this COVID citizen science study as well.
0: I understand you're also interested in gathering data on patients with heart conditions. What are you hoping to learn from that?
1: So we are trying to understand the impact of pre-existing heart disease pre-existing high blood pressure, pre-existing lung disease, and pre-existing immunologic diseases on what their risk is for developing the COVID-19 disease. There's a couple of very important, a little unclear at this point, associations uh, in the cardiovascular space. One is um, it's not clear whether people with hypertension are at higher risk or not. There's been some reports about that We're also collecting medications uh, on people, medications that they're taking. And there's some reports, again, very unclear, but some reports about whether two drugs used to treat high blood pressure and some other heart diseases make COVID worse or not. So we're collecting those kinds of things specifically
0: There was at least one study out of China published in JAMA Cardiology about heart disease in COVID-19 patients and a New York Times article about patients presenting with heart attack-like symptoms, but when doctors treat them, they realize it's myocarditis, an inflamed heart muscle sometimes caused by viral infections. As a cardiologist, why is it important to understand which heart conditions could be associated with COVID-19?
1: Right now, if somebody comes in with a myocardial infarction, they go up to the cath lab and they get a stent put in emergently but if somebody has myocarditis obviously that treatment doesn't do anything you know has some risk and in this particular case puts the the cath lab staff at risk of contracting coronavirus so um, it is something we want to make sure we understand and not take people to the cath lab for the wrong diagnosis
0: you mentioned you're looking at community transmission. How are you studying that?
1: We're also using geo tracking to see what people's movements are, and then we'll know locally what their ordinances are. And so we'll be able to tell if different parts of the world, different parts of the country are complying with the ordinances and whether those movements uh, relate to how the disease is spreading within those local communities.
0: Should people be concerned about their privacy?
1: Our policy. And our consent approval is that we don't give or sell or do anything with that data other than analyze it. Um, we also store it anonymized so it's not in any way linked to, to something that you get back to the individual.
0: Especially when people are now isolated and may be hard-pressed to participate in scientific studies, do you think this kind of research with electronic cohorts will become more popular?
1: Other than the COVID study, we have about 30-some studies on, the, on our platform running digital trials. And I'm involved in half a dozen completely digital trials with hundreds of thousands of people in them or, or potentially in them. So I do think this is, now that it's relatively easy to do, it is uh, an important tool in clinical research. It is not a cure-all, right? There are still some clinical studies that need to be in-person. There are still some clinical studies that need to gather data that can only be collected through getting an MRI or getting a CT scan. That's harder to do, obviously, in a remote study. So it's not going to replace traditional clinical research, but it should allow us to collect more data faster in the right settings than we were able to do before.
0: That was Dr. Jeff Olgan, Chief of Cardiology at the University of California, San Francisco. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, insurer Humana said it would waive the out of pocket expenses for patients getting coronavirus treatment. At the close of the market Tuesday, shares were up nine tenths of a percent. Other insurers were mixed. Cigna was down 0.61 percent, and Centene was up almost three percent. The broader sector was down 0.39 <music> percent. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?